Timestamps for topics, spoilers, and corrections are in the description. Hello and welcome to episode 52 of the Roll Jump Media Podcast. I am joined on this fine day by my co-hosts, Jose and Louise. Hey guys, how's it going? Happy Saturday. Hello, happy Saturday. Nice for everyone to join us. Yes, hello, welcome. Happy Saturday. Very good, nice. All right, so today, what are we gonna be talking about today? We're gonna be talking about, of course, the Nintendo Direct, the Nintendo Direct that happened this week. Um, we also have to do some adjusting to our um, draft, fantasy draft picks. And we're just gonna be talking about what we've been playing. You know, if you stick, if you've been around for a while, you know exactly what to expect. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. First thing, let's go ahead and switch over to the draft. And y'all know what game released this week that definitely added to somebody's point total and subtracted to, from somebody's point total. What game is that? Kena. You're dang right. Kena or Kena? Kena. People, supposedly it's Kena. I've heard, yeah, I've heard people call it um, Kena. So. Oh my gosh. Whatever comes naturally to me is what I'm going to call it. Yes. Okay. So we went over this last week as well. Um, Luis standing right at the top with 93.74 points. Me next with 69.14 points. And Jose right on my heels with 66.03 points. Luis is expected to get 116.49 points. <laughs> Freaking banger. I'm expected right. to get 99.47. And... Jose is expected to get 73.62. The caveat being that we still have to change out our games as some of them are not releasing. Yes, and guys, um, my counterpick really, uh, uh, really affected me. <laughs> you know, yeah, I would say so. I think your deduction is correct. <laughs> But um, you know, it could have been, could have been worse for sure. I suppose. Yeah. The upcoming games that are going to be affecting our drafts: Metroid Dread is coming out on the eighth of October, followed by Solar Ash on the twenty-sixth. Those will be the games that we have drafted for the month of October. That is part of our draft. And now, let us go ahead and see if there's any changes that we want to... Oh, actually, first, let's see how, how well Kina did. So, Luis, keeping his role with picking quality games. Kina Bridges-Ferris was on his <laughs> team. 81 on Metacritic, giving him 11 points with a total of 94 points. And as Jose had alluded to before, he did counterpick Kina Bridge of Spirits, which cost him 11 points. All 
I'm interested, Jose. Uh, how did you think it was going to turn out for you, County Picking King of Bridge of Spirits? Um, I didn't really think about it. <laughs> um, and actually, um, it was like something that I wanted to change, but I don't think we can change counterpicks. Um, right. So, so yeah, it was just kind of a I shut my foot with that one. Cause I knew, I mean, it looked really good and I don't know. I don't know why, <laughs> but it is what it is. <clears throat> That's all right, Jose. It's not over till it's over. <laughs> oh, but it's over for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's where you're wrong. <laughs> okay. All right. So you did say that you had some um, picks that you had in mind to replace the ones that are unreleased uh, for those industry and Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, yeah. Did you want to make a move today? Uh, I think so. Okay. I also want to make a move. Okay. So how do we do this? Okay. We just, so, oh, cause we have to drop the games first, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do. All right. Okay, so for me, it's Sifu. Sifu's guaranteed not coming out. And I'm probably going to have to brace myself for Final Fantasy 16 hmm. in the future. So drop a game. Game okay. I'm going to be dropping for on my side is going to be Sifu. I'll be dropping Horizon Forbidden West. Okay. And... Now we must make a bid. Oh. Okay, okay. so I'm going to be making my bid. We don't say what games we're thinking of. Once you make your bid, then we'll say what it, what it, what it is. All right. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, doubt has sunk in. Um, Hold up. Wait a minute. I forgot the title. I'm going to throw you a curveball here, my guy. I don't know. This is no. Okay. I don't like how some of these options still have like twenty twenty one. Oh, I know. It's a risk, but uh, okay. I'm gonna choose this one. Okay. Okay, I placed my bid. 
Did you place yours? Yes. Okay. I'll reveal mine first. Okay. Okay, so the one that I bid it for was announcing the Nintendo Direct. Mm -hmm. And it was fairly early on in the Direct. Monster Hunter? <laughs> Just kidding, that's an expansion. Yeah. Um, so it was voice of cards. Ooh, nice. Nice pick. I know, it's, um, oh, yeah, I forgot. Something dragon something, right? The Isle of Dragon Roars. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So people are going to be checking this out because the mind behind Nier, Nier is, is like, I'm not sure what position he has on this game, but that's going to get a lot of people excited for it. And I think it's going to do at least like mid-80s, I'm thinking. It's a gamble, but that's a gamble I'm taking. <laughs> Jose? That's a good gamble. Um, Thank you, sir. So for me, I I took a risk again. Because um, this game has 2021 as a release date. And I don't even know if it's going to come out this year. I don't know if it's going to be pushed back. Um, maybe it was already pushed back and I didn't know about it. Um, I went with a Shovel Knight game. Um, Shovel Knight? Shovel Knight Dig. Oh. Tell me about this. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I think Shovel Knight is pretty... I mean, it's it's pretty beloved, you know? I think that might help. Um, but, uh, like, the, the, rate, the ratings, the, it's going to get. Um, but again, I don't know if it's going to come out this year because it's only 2021, um, and we're getting really close to the end of the year. Um, but yeah, I decided to just go with that. I mean, there's really nothing I can do. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I just went with that one. Um, it is the next installment in the series. Uh, and like I mentioned, it's a, it's a pretty, it's a nice, like, indie darling. <laughs> um, Got you. So, yeah, I, I went with that one. Awesome. And I'm not sure when we're going to get news for Final Fantasy 16. Uh, when is, is there a Tokyo game show happening soon? Um, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Tokyo Game Show dates. Tokyo Game Show is happening from the 30th to the 3rd. So I'll present to you this, uh, Jose. Do you want to wait until next podcast to make uh, to make a move? And hopefully they talk about Final Fantasy 16 so we can make a simultaneous move together again? Or do you want to do your pick right now? 
No, yeah, let's wait. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I still have a stray pending um, to replace. Cool. And Luis, do you want to wait until he um, chooses his next game before you counterpick him? Yeah, I'll wait. Okay. Uh, and I feel like I'm going to have to change Silk Song too. <laughs> so that game, oh, we are not man. getting anything from that game. True, so, man. But, but I'll wait, I'll wait. Okay. And we can go ahead and switch back over to the main podcast stream. So let's do that. And since we talked about Kina just a little bit, um, I say we go ahead and talk about what the critics have been saying about it. No. No? <laughs> just kidding, yeah. Okay. I'm just, I'm just salty. It ruined my chances of winning. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. So I have Open Critic open right here. Kina Bridges Spirits pulled up. Kina Bridges Spirits, uh, the top critic average is an 81 and 78% of critics are recommending it. I did take a peek at Metacritic and the user scores for Kina Bridges Spirits is an 8.8. .8. So people that have picked up Kina Bridges Spirits are liking it a lot. All right, so I have four uh, snippets of reviews from different outlets. The first one is from PC Gamer that gave it a 65 out of 100. Um, they said that Kena Bridge of Spirits looks better than it prep, looks better than it plays, but it's got a good heart. IGN gave it an eight out of 10. And it says with its elegant, elegantly simple combat and beautiful world, Kena Bridge of Spirits harkens back to the days of the N64 slash GameCube era Zeldas Okami and Star Fox Adventures, while also adding modern, modern sensibilities and a distinct personal touch. Games Radar looks like they got, gave it a four out of five. An agreeable adventure that transformed into something special by its enchanting aesthetic. And the final one, Eurogamer, uh, no recommendation was recorded, it looks like, and they said that I'm not sure what no recommendation means. Maybe they didn't rate it. Kina is smooth as a pebble, a game engineered to be so unoffensive, there's no reason not to play it or to play it at all. So that's interesting. And yeah, that's the reviews that I brought up here. Uh, what are you guys' own thoughts about what people are saying about Kina? And what are your thoughts about the game itself? I know that I don't think any of us has picked it up yet. No, um, uh, I haven't kept, uh, picked it up, but I do plan on doing so, like maybe uh, later along the road. Um, once it's maybe when it's cheaper or when I finish all the games that I need to play. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I heard the the reviews. Um, uh, everyone is saying that you know it's well, not everyone, but you know uh, the the people that I that I follow saying they say that it's a, a 
it's sort of like a throwback to to N64, uh, kind of like puzzle adventure games, uh, mainly like Zelda. A lot of people I've seen a lot of people compare it to to Zelda. So when I hear that, it it sort of like triggers my my interest, you know. Uh, and even before it came out, uh, just the, how it how it played, what we saw um, when they presented the the game, uh, it's something that interested me. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, it's it's something that I I, I plan on getting and, and experiencing, and mainly because of that um, the those those uh, the throwbacks, I guess, to to N sixty four era puzzle games, adventure puzzle adventure games. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Jose, did you have any thoughts about? What the critics have been saying, or the game itself. Um, well, looking from looking at the at the gameplay, um, and I, even before, like with the trailer, like <laughs> again, I don't know why I picked it as a counter pick. Um, right off the bat, like it looked like a really solid game, um, and I think I mentioned it um, actually uh, that that podcast where we talked about um, when it was first revealed. Um, like it's very. It's colorful, um, and for me, that's I don't know. If a game has like color, if a, if a game uh, is looks bright and um, Nintendo-ish, if you will, <laughs> um, it's something that um, that catches my eye. Um, just because I feel like a lot of the other games are, are li- a little more um, gray, a little more uh, like grim looking, mm-hmm. um, and so this game stands out to me because of that um and i mean it's definitely a game that i i like to play um like we said you know he plans on getting it down the line uh, and i mean it's definitely a game that i would play if he does get it down the line <laughs> <laughs> so th- does this mean that you're going to use the ps5 even more yeah yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> more than you have i rarely use the ps5 but uh but yeah Made yeah, the game. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, I echo what what you guys have been saying. It's just my nostalgia. Instead of being in the Zelda direction, it's the Star Fox Adventures, that really got me because that was kind of like quote unquote my first Zelda. So, mm-hmm. and PS2 era, freaking Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Daxter. Uh, I didn't play Sly, but those franchises were awesome back in the day. Plus Star Fox Adventures, dude, I'm in. I'm in. I probably would have gotten it if I had a little bit more uh, uh, time to and didn't have enough, a whole bunch of games to already play, but definitely something I'd pick up. Okay, uh, that does it for Akina Bridge of Spirits. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about what we've been playing. So, guys, if you want to take over, same order. All right. So, so what I've been playing uh, on my 2DS, uh, I haven't been playing actually. Um, it's been a while now since I've touched my 2DS. Um, uh, but I've been playing uh, a little bit more of. of uh, well, I finally finished uh, Spider-Man. Um, and I think I mentioned this uh, last weekend. 
Yeah, yeah. I finally passed the DLC for Spider-Man Remastered. So, you know, I'm done with that game. And so I was thinking of what to play after that. And so I started playing uh, Battlefield 1, um, which came what? with the... Yeah, it came with the... Um, what's it called? The uh, PlayStation Plus? Right. Uh, the, the collection. Uh, I forget what it's called. Um, and... So that was there. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to go ahead and try it. You know, something that's not too, like, uh, crazy, I guess. And, you know, and it, it had been a while since I since I played, like, a shooter. So I tried it. And I did not like it. <laughs> oh, I did not. I, I did not enjoy it that much the first time that I played it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't. And, like, I remember... Like I played it and, and my I think my head started to hurt. I don't know if because of the movement or I wasn't used to it or mm. uh, but so maybe that spoiled my my experience a little. Uh, so I left it there um, and I just played some Apex. Um, so uh, I've been playing some Apex here and there. Mm -hmm. and I believe I played with you, Ray. Uh, I think we got a W. Oh, uh, heck or maybe yeah. I'm confu I'm confusing with times, but anyways, it's no, we it's got like two Ws out. already. Yeah, it's more common to get W, so <laughs> that's good. Yeah, and uh, and then you know again I tried playing Battlefield One, and I sort of started enjoying it a little bit more, uh, but then I just couldn't. You know, I I I don't enjoy it. I don't think I enjoy it. I don't think it's a game for me. Um, mm. So maybe I'll try it again. You know, give it another try down the road. But uh, for now, I, I I left it, and I started playing Miles Morales. Uh, you know, continue with the Spider Man. The Spider-Man hype. So I've been playing that as well, and enjoying it. It's, it's more Spider-Man. Um, I do like the 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 movements. I guess uh, I think it's a little more uh, fine-tuned for this game. So uh, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this this game. And so I'll probably be playing that in the next few few weeks, maybe a couple of weeks. And then on my Switch, I was finally, I was able to get on my Switch and play some something. And I played some um, Monster Hunter Stories too. I'm still playing that game, so I'm, I'm you know, putting some hours here and there. So, uh, so I did. I was able to put some hours um, like a few days ago on that. So I've been playing that on the Switch, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice, dude. Monster Hunter Stories 2. Um, RPG. Are you still have... Are you? Do you feel like you're going through, like, run-of-the-mill? Just, like, doing... I mean, through the paces of it? And just, like, kind of shutting your brain off? Or is it engaging you when you're playing it? I'm interested to know. Mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, it's a little... Like you just go through it, right? Especially with the with the like wild monsters and kind of thing. Uh, they even they even have like a uh, a a fast battle kind of thing where you just press a button and it just defeats the monster automatically. Mm. You can see the X points and all that. Um. So with the wild like the the what's it called the smaller enemies, it, it is kind of like okay, let's get through this, right? Uh, but when when you come up with like a, a bigger monster or like a new monster or or like a boss kind of thing. Um, that's when it gets interesting because now you have to, it's a new thing. You have to, you know, strategize and see, well, figure out which, what are their weaknesses and, and 
do all that, right? So, so that's when it gets a little more interesting, and, and that's what I enjoy as well. Um, but yeah, I think it's a mix of both. Uh, um, I do find myself like, you know, putting like a, on a, a YouTube video or like a, a podcast or something, and just playing it. Uh, so, uh, like, you know, just relax and kill monsters and just continue with the story, kind of thing. So, um, yeah. so yeah, I mean, it's. I think it leans more on the on the run through the mill kind of thing with some surprises here and there. Nice. And now that I think about it, I do believe that even with core Monster Hunter, like when you first, mm -hmm. even like if it's your first Monster Hunter, you're going to be like engaged 100% of the time. Right. But if you're experienced with it and you've spent some time learning the new mechanics of what the game has to offer, you're it's still, unless you're fighting something that's totally new or really like at your challenge level, or above, it's going to be what you're talking about. Just kind of like put on a podcast and get the materials, craft your stuff and go on your way. So definitely I get what you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's probably uh, like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Jose, you're up, my, my, uh, my friend. Uh, so for me, uh, I've mainly, it's been very sporadic for me as well. Um, I haven't really been playing like constantly. Um, I have been playing uh, Skyward Sword, uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. That's probably the main game that I've been playing. And I'm still, uh, I've progressed a little since the last podcast we did. Um, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I guess I'm taking my time. Um, and it's, I think that actually helps kind of uh, appreciate the game a little more. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing that. I've been enjoying that. And uh, I did play a bit of uh, um, Pokemon Unite uh, last night, actually. Uh, and it's actually, I mean, I think they made like a, a lot of updates to it. Um, the, uh, the interface and, and the menu and all of that, it looks a little different. Um, it looks a little cleaner, I, I think. Um, and uh, and yeah, I think they've added a lot of stuff in there, um, like missions and, and things like that to unlock. So that's been, that was, that was fun. Uh, it was, it was a little fun, um, but I only, I, I only played like three matches because it wasn't, it wasn't hitting last night, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, that's been pretty much it for me. Um, just taking it slow. Uh, that Nintendo Direct uh, added new stuff to look forward to, though. So, so I'm excited for that. True. All right. And for me, uh, also, well, I did play some Apex. I, I'm not sure if I logged into Final Fantasy last week. I'm sure I did. Uh, I've beaten those games down with the dev. With <laughs> I've been, I've be beat the drum to those games a lot. So I'll just go ahead and skip over those. You guys already know how I feel about them. They're amazing. Um, so Skyward Sword would be the other game, and I've been progressing every weekend because I'm playing it in tandem with one of my with my sibling, and um, 
we went through the we went through the dang what is it what was it it's not the fire area is it is it the fire area like the second one after the first dungeon yeah it, it is it's the um the volcano down with the mo uh the moss yeah they come out the ground and they <laughs> yeah yeah those guys are actually pretty cool they're kind of dopey but i like them <laughs> and yeah i liked i actually liked going through that environment uh it was more challenging i would say it's it was more engaging of your brain to figure out paths pass forward which um i kind of liked and it used more of the the game's mechanics, which was also pretty fun. You know, the by then you have to start rolling things or or tossing things. Oh yeah, yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, it could get a little annoying if you keep <laughs> failing, but I thought it was cool. And yeah, so I'm gonna go into the the dungeon of that area. I think we've already went inside of it, but we didn't start exploring or anything. So, looking forward to that. Hopefully, we get to play it this week. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, but other than that, I don't have anything else to talk about. I wanted to play some uh, Samus Returns, but I just didn't have the chance to, unfortunately. You didn't make time for Samus Returns, right? I know, dude. It feels bad. <laughs> In a couple of weeks, you'll be playing Dread. Dread looks fire, man. I'm so excited for Dread. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Speaking of Dread, there was a Nintendo Direct that happened this past week on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go ahead and spend the rest of the podcast talking about that Direct. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and bring that up here. I'm gonna do a split screen so I can keep tabs on the on the podcast. Make sure it's running okay. Yeah, it should be fine. Okay. So, how about we do surface level thoughts first? Um, after watching the direct or consuming the information, however you did, were you feeling good about it? Were you feeling bad about it? Give me your thoughts. Okay, for me, uh, after the direct, I was feeling, I was feeling good. Um, it wasn't like a mind-blowing direct. Uh, you know, um, it's not like there were games that it was like, oh, day one kind of thing. Um, but um, I'm glad that there's more coming uh, to Nintendo Switch. They did, they did show like new things that were coming, um, and I was I was left satisfied. Um, especially right now, since it's like you know the end of the the it's almost the end of this year, 2021. Uh, we know there's a lot coming next year with you know the Breath of the Wilds, the two the the um, the Pokemon and and then you know we have we have a few games that were announced here that they are coming next year as well, and especially for like the first half of, of the the year. 
I'm I'm less satisfied. Um, it's not. It wasn't a disappointing direct uh, um, necessarily. You know, I didn't feel like like oh, Nintendo didn't show anything or or you know didn't feel like it was trash. I guess. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm more on the like the middle, uh, cool. leaning towards satisfied. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I thought you would be a little bit more positive on it. Actually, it's interesting that you're more a little more mid than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Jose, any thoughts? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess I, I kind of agree with Luis. Um, it was it was a good um, direct. Um, I think. I mean, I think like the. <clears throat> Uh, what would you say, like, like the big, you know, headline, like, uh, hype, I guess, announcements have already been made. Um, you know, there's games that uh, are coming out next year. So, you know, it's it's September, it's close to the end of the year. So um, I don't think, um, I wasn't expecting it to be like this really super hype, uh, you know, uh, presentation. Um, but it did deliver, I think, um, and it, I think it was it was pretty. I think it's it's been one of the most balanced directs um, because we we did get you know some you know first party you know big titles um, of already announced games as well as you know some you know nice surprises here and there. Um, but we also got you know a bit of of, of the other. Um, uh, the other side of the coin, if you will, um, <clears throat> uh, of games that uh, that are coming to the Switch, um, and it's—I don't know—I think it was it was it was really balanced. It was really cool, um, and it was it was satisfactory. <laughs> I will say <laughs> that that's how I'll describe it. It was satisfactory. It wasn't disappointing, um, and I mean I don't think. I mean, I don't know. You never know with Nintendo fans, but I wasn't. I didn't have like any huge expectations of you know this direct. Um, some people were expecting Breath of the Wild too. You know, setting up themselves. <laughs> you know, playing themselves. Um, but uh, um, but yeah, it, it was good. It was good. I liked it. Cool. All right. And for me. Uh, it was interesting because I thought after watching it, it was good. But then once I sat down and just realized what was announced or things like, the, yeah, just things. Well, I'm, we're going to be talking about what was announced, but, um, you know, it's not like bangers that, that we wanted to, to know about, like the Mario's or the freaking Metroid, like Metroid updates, you know, E3 level things that um, we're really excited when Nintendo talks about them. But the fact that we're getting quality titles and they're from, actually a handful of them are from um, franchises that people adore. I think that that was really cool. So let's go ahead and start talking about what was announced here. Um, This isn't in the order of the Direct, unfortunately. But it does have everything announced. Uh, this is from Adam Bankhurst on IGN. Let's start with uh, one that was 
there was talk about it and uh, people were debating on what actually what the format of the game would be but Kirby and the Forgotten Land was announced during this direct and I'm very happy about this announcement guys I don't know how you feel about it I feel like it was one of the highlights of the direct yeah uh, definitely I agree um, it looks looks so pretty <laughs> um this might be the first Kirby game we purchase um just because it it does it looks it, it looks really cool um and yeah i don't i don't know i don't know how else to describe it mm -hmm. um i i was pleasantly surprised by it and uh i'm actually really looking forward to playing it <clears throat> same here i can yeah. i've mm -hmm. oh go ahead jose i mean luis sorry <laughs> Uh, my bad, sorry. Um, yeah, I just wanted to add, like, uh, to Jose, it's basically my same thoughts. Uh, it was definitely, um, I wouldn't say a surprise for me because I did kind of spoil it uh, online. Oh, uh, I heard about yeah, that. Uh, apparently, like, Nintendo put it on their website or something, and then, like, they started tweeting about it. I didn't know about it. So, and then I saw I saw the icon, uh, so I knew a Kirby game was coming. Uh, I didn't really see the gameplay, so... So with, with that part, like the whole like gameplay, uh, that was surprising for me. Um, uh, there were rumors, you know, that maybe it was going to be a 3D or maybe it was just, you know, it was going to be different. And, and I was really, I was, uh, like Jose said, personally surprised at what I saw. Uh, the game looks really, really pretty. And like, and it's, it, it's, uh, I was telling Jose, you know, that, that it, well, um, that it, it might be, well, we're talking about it, that it might be like the first, like Kirby game uh, that we get, uh, we we did, we don't really play Kirby games. Um, I've tried like a couple, um, uh, Kirby Superstar I think on the SNES, uh, but they they weren't they haven't really been my my cup of tea. Um, but this game looks this one looks really nice, um, and it, it reminds me a little of like uh, the Mario Odyssey um, uh, kind of. It, it gives me like that kind of vibe, so. I'm really looking forward to to see more of the game and you know potentially play it and get it. Yeah, totally. Uh, it's funny how everybody's had kind of, like people that I've seen online. They've had similar experiences where I've tried Kirby's. Mm -hmm. I didn't really like them. They didn't really, uh, or I didn't really love them. I mean, they might have enjoyed playing it for a little while, but then they just fell off. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, the Switch... yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Yeah, and then this switched to 3D, um, more like a 3D world style and a Odyssey mm -hmm. style. It's kind of like True. a blend. Kind of interesting how it's formatted here, but I think that Kirby's abilities are going to translate really well into 3D, especially how we've seen the footage so far. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that they can do um, with Kirby's moveset. And it looks gorgeous, just like you guys say. <laughs> yeah. Moving on, the next thing that we have to talk about, we have Nintendo Switch Online plus the expansion pack is going to be including N64 and Sega Genesis games. So, this has been something that people have been asking for. Either it would be like Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. Um, those things are still something people want, but I would say that a majority of people were looking forward to N64. 
Uh, how are you guys feeling about this announcement here? Yeah, I'm one of those people. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's we grew up with the N64. Um, we talk about it here in the podcast. Uh, so it's it's really cool to see like a lot of these games coming to Switch. And I think it was you know it was about time. Um, and I'm not surprised by the the and the what's it called the price increase that you know I feel like there's gonna be there's gonna be one. Um, but I'm glad I'm glad that we got the the N64 games. And then when they show like future games that are coming, uh, they showed like Banjo uh, Banjo Kazooie. They showed and the original snap they showed uh, paper mario uh, some of these games like i've never played even even ha- with having a, a nintendo 64. um same thing like with uh, sin and punishment that apparently it's like a really good game oh my gosh um, yeah they caught my eye yeah and i mean and it's it's cool you know it's cool that we we can play that and i'm really looking forward to playing a lot of these games that i wasn't able to back in my childhood and then having the the classics like the the um, Ocarina of Time, right, and and um, and then later on, Majora's Mask, you know, especially like for me that I really like those games, and so so it's really cool. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing more games coming. Like hopefully we get Pokemon Stadium, uh, so we can play that, um, and a bunch of other games. Um, and then like the Genesis part, like that really surprised me. I wasn't Ooh, expecting yeah. them to have uh, Sega Genesis games. Uh, but it's really cool. I mean, it's going back to like the whole preservation of games and being able to play games that maybe are not available anymore um, or just play old games. Um, it's really cool. And, and I'm also looking forward to playing some of those games that I, I've never owned a Sega anything, right? a Sega console. So uh, it, it's going to be a cool opportunity to play those games. What do you think about those controllers? You see, uh, <laughs> um, I mean, it's cool. I feel like I, I feel like I, I want the sixty-four one, just to experience that again. Uh, but I mean, they're a little pricey, so it's not a, it's not a, a what's it called? Um, priority. There you go. Mm. Um, and then, like the Genesis one, like I said, I never played the Genesis game, so. Um, I don't know. I've never touched the Genesis control. <laughs> right. But I mean, it's cool. It's a cool little thing. I mean, they've been doing that for like uh, all the ones that have come out, like the SNES, the NES. Uh, so I'm not surprised that they did it. Cash grab. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. Jose, anything? Any, any additional thoughts, or do you kind of share the same sentiment as Luis? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I've never really been one to, I mean, with all, all the other games that are available now um, to play, I've never really, I, I don't bother to play those. Um, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, but then again, like the Nintendo 64 was like the console for us. Um, uh, well, Super Nintendo was there as well, but I, I feel like Nintendo 64 really kind of, introduced us to you know the franchises that that we are obsessed with um today um and so this might change with the nintendo 64 games um coming um uh, to be playable on the switch and 
uh, yeah, I mean, like we said, there's some games there that we never got to play, so it's 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 cool to know that they're there, so we can try them out and, and play them. Uh, but then there's also you know like the classics, the uh, you know Legend of Zelda, um, and and yeah, definitely hope uh, or um, hope that they uh, you know bring some uh, titles, new titles um, uh, to play as well, uh, like Pokemon Stadium and. Um, the original Super Smash Brothers would be cool as well, um, but um, but yeah, it's it's exciting. The Genesis we never really played the uh, Genesis, um, so I mean it's not as appealing to me, I guess, as a Nintendo sixty four. But I mean it's it's definitely something that fans um, want um, wanted, and and so they got it. Um, there was something in the direct that I really haven't. Uh, I need to check on, but. I don't know if are, are they gonna charge more? Like, is is your subscription gonna change? Um, I, I'm not really sure. I didn't um, really pay that much attention um, at that part because we were watching it from work. So there were some parts where I was just like, <laughs> yeah, very disrupted. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. That's some, that's one detail that I I'm not sure of. But um, but yeah, I mean like the controllers and all of that. I mean it's something that they've been doing. Um, it, it feels a bit, you know, cash grabby, like, okay, <laughs> um, I guess, I suppose, you know, some people want that and, and they'll get it. Uh, it. It feels a bit unnecessary, especially with, um, I don't know, like a lot of people don't really like the Nintendo 64 controller. So it's kind of funny to see people being hyped over it, but it's simply because it's, it's, a, a, it's like a throwback, you know, or like nostalgia or whatever. Like, why would you buy a game a controller that you don't enjoy using? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but anyways, um, it's you know, it's it's nice. Um, but yeah, yeah, that, those are my thoughts. It's it's cool. Cool, cool. Uh, what's in addition in addition to the games? What has me excited is the multiplayer. So like uh. For Star Fox 64, I don't know if it, I guess it has multiplayer and can play with friends or. Um, interesting. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't know if that extends to the Sega Genesis games. I assume so. And if we could play like Streets of Rage 2 and have somebody else join you and just have fun on a classic beat em up, that sounds like an awesome time. Mm-hmm. We can relive yeah. stuff that we never really experienced on our own or in our childhood. Yeah, we didn't have friends when we had the 64 and so <laughs> yeah single player was it back in the day man <laughs> cool stuff okay we talked about the sega genesis and nintendo 64 controllers uh nintendo switch online members will be able to uh pre-order them for their switches. I'm not sure when that's going to happen, if it hasn't already been opened up. I guess we're going to talk about <laughs> the big stuff right off the bat. Bayonetta 3. Bayonetta 3 had gameplay shown and a 2022 release window revealed. So, this was pretty interesting. Um, it's been how long? almost four years since we got that reveal at uh, Jeff Keighley's uh, 
Game Awards. Video Game Awards, yeah. Yeah. And in the September Direct, we finally got to see how Bayonetta 3 looks. And personally, I think it looks great. Uh, what do you guys think? Yes, I mean, I, I, I think it looks great. Um, it's, I mean, it's good that we're finally seeing some uh, footage of it, uh, some gameplay. Uh, and I mean, it looks like more Bayonetta, um, and it looks really cool. Um, uh, I had a thought right now, and it just <laughs> slipped my mind. <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I like the, the way they, they presented it. Uh, I feel like they were going to bait us. With, they baited us with that, um, the, the dog, mm -hmm. um, Astro Chain. Yeah, I forget the name. And I thought it was going to be like a, an Astro Chain 2 announcement or something like that. Um, but then we saw it was Bayonetta. Uh, there's a lot of theories already going on of what's going on. Oh boy! Uh, and I, I tend, uh, you know, I, I read some of them, uh, and they're interesting. And and I, I can see why some of these people think the way they think. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's cool. Um, uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, we still don't have like an exact date of when it's coming, but that's you know, at another game. 2022 that's coming out um that i i, I must get i'm gonna be spending <laughs> a lot of money next year dude yeah um yeah jose before we talk about something that i wanted to bring up thoughts um it looked it looked good um it's i think it's a a lot of people were, were begging for it, not just asking. Like people were begging for Bayonetta three news, updates, footage, anything. Um, they finally got it. Um, in my opinion, I don't know. I feel like the gameplay looked a little rough. <laughs> sure. Maybe that's just me. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, it seemed very um, messy. I don't know. Uh, not as polished. Um, Maybe I mean maybe I mean I'm sure they're still working on it, but uh, but yeah, it, it kind of threw me off a little, um, just because, well, from what I remember, because I never finished Bayonetta two, um, uh, Bayonetta two looks cleaner, but again, that's a finished product, so, um, you know, benefit of the doubt, we'll give it to them, um, but uh, but yeah, uh, I I was thrown off. Uh, at first, when 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 that was revealed, I have no idea what it was, um, and again, I feel like it was because of the graphics. I wasn't expecting it to be Bayonetta because I don't associate Bayonetta with with that quality of graphics. Um, so I don't know. It's and it's because it's set in a city as well, and so I don't associate Bayonetta with a city setting. Um, but but yeah, I'm glad that Bayonetta fans got. Finally, an update. You know, it's a game that exists, and it's a game that's gonna come out. <laughs> so, that's a win right there. Yeah, um, I see what you mean by like the quality not being up there. You know, there's like, especially the beginning. For the beginning, and you see the soldiers with those running animations of like, Ooh, this looks kind of. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like a third party game or something like. Uh -huh. Well, it is, but. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, you know, one of those, like, you know. <laughs> but, I got you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that kind of threw me off, but I feel like they've, bef 
before they wanted to show this off, they weren't too concerned about that part. They just want to make sure that what makes Bayonetta, Bayonetta looks good, like the crazy epic like fights that are happening, and that Bayonetta looks good. I think those are the main things that they wanted to accomplish before they showed this off. But personally, it has me interested to play 1 and 2 before this comes out. I do plan on playing Bayonetta 3. Mm -hmm. What do you think about her design change? I think it looks awesome. It looks great. Yeah. It looks cool. And, well, it, yeah, it looks great. <laughs> I don't want to say. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how the series, no? Maybe, yeah. yeah. I don't want to say anything. All right. There are some theories about her hair, and but um, yeah. Oh, I've seen what people are talking about. It didn't really make sense to me, but yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she looks good, though. <laughs> just All right. Uh, next thing that we have right here, Splatoon 3 gameplay was shown and the return of the Mammalians single player campaign was revealed. What did you guys think about this? It's great, Dion. I mean, um, more Splatoon. Uh, I'm interested in seeing like where the story goes from like the second game because uh, we saw a lot of like characters from the past games. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do that, with that, with those characters and with the story. Um, and then the Mammalians, I don't know. I don't know if that was introduced like in past games. Honestly, I kind of forgot. Uh, but I mean, it's, I don't know, Splatoon, it's, it's such a staple in like Nintendo already for Nintendo. Uh, and, and it's one of those games that uh, Jose and I, we, we enjoy playing. We follow, or at least I, I follow. Mm -hmm. uh, quite a bit and um, so i'm excited i'm excited to see this game to play this game cool yeah same here um um well we did get to see like some new weapons we got that like spider-man thing <laughs> um, yeah it looks weird the, but kind of cool hook, hook shot uh type of weapon um so that's interesting. Um, I feel like that's gonna, I don't know, it's gonna add something new to the game. Um, Verticality. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm excited to see again, like, well, like you said, um, you know, where the story goes from, from where it, you know, left off in Splatoon 2, um, you know, new characters, um, et cetera. Um, overall, I do feel like Splatoon 3, I'm not as attached to it as I, I as mm. I was to the first one and the second one. And I don't know if it it's because I, I feel like it it was kinda rushed, um, like the the announcement. Um I remember when it first was revealed, Splatoon three was first revealed. Um I don't know, I feel like Splatoon two is still was still very much like like there, I don't know, like relevant, um, like very present. And to me, it was like, oh, Splatoon 3, like, it, it felt very soon. Um, and so it, it, like, I guess it didn't, it didn't, 
Nintendo didn't allow me to miss Splatoon mm. um, enough for the announcement to be like, oh my god, Splatoon 3, you know, like I have to get it. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's been a detachment there. Um, but obviously, I mean, it's Splatoon 3, uh, it's, it is, you know, it's become one of the staple uh, franchises for Nintendo. Um, and, and I mean, we, we enjoy those games, so I'm, I'm definitely going to get it, but yeah, like the, the hype factor, it, it's kind of, kind of missed the mark for me there. Ah, I see. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't have much of an attachment to Splatoon, personally. Uh, I missed it on the Wii U, and I didn't get it on the Switch. Um, the only reason why I would get this is if you guys get it, and I can just paintbrush people, honestly. <laughs> That's enough for me. That would be enough reason for me to <laughs> pick this up. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, we did play, huh? We played together at one point. Yeah, they had a trial. For Splatoon 2, mm -hmm. and we were playing. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Luigi, do you still remember <laughs> when I when I paintbrush you? I, I feel I feel like people hate those players, but I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it Never is. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> this next thing was announced at the very beginning of the Direct. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak Expansion Pack announced for summer of 2022. Uh, I guess they have a little bit more details here. It says it's a massive expansion and the new expansion will contain newly added stories, locales and monsters, as well as newly added hunting actions and quest rank. So yeah, just making a pretty massive game, just totally massive with additional things to do. Can't be mad at it. Yeah. Uh, I heard that they do this like with their games. Um, so I guess it's like people saw it coming, I guess. And so, I mean, but yeah, it's cool that they're adding more content to it. And, and, and I, for example, for in, in my case, you know, I, I sort of like, stop playing rice after a while and i think as soon as i finish the story i kind of like just moved on i guess yeah so it, it it gives me um more of a reason to to come back you know and enjoy the game because it is a good game you know it's not like it's a bad game you know but it's an awesome game <laughs> yeah and yeah and it's cool it's cool that they're still adding more to it and supporting it mm -hmm. even with the whole like crossover things that we still need to do it. I know, man. We gotta. I'm gonna try to make it a weekly thing if we can, because mm -hmm. there's so much content to do in that game. Yeah. Yeah. Jose, shall we move on? I know that you haven't really played too much Monster Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is this is to me what uh, Splatoon Three is to you. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. I can accept that. We also got news that Super Smash Bros. Ultimate's final DLC fighter will, re will be revealed on uh, in early October. The special presentation will be on October 5th at 7 a.m. 
This will be the finer, final Mr. Sakurai Presents and will bring an end bring to an end all the major updates for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. That kind of hurt me reading that, not gonna lie. I mean, he deserves a break. Poor guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he... It, it's interesting to see that they decided to leave leave it as a surprise until the day of. Um, I don't know. This could go... <laughs> this could go either way, so... Who knows? I don't know what's going to happen. What did they say? Uh, what's it called? The... Uh, the Fire's Test uh, 3, version 3 or something. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, yeah, I, when when they said that, like, oh, this is uh, Mr. Sakurai's last uh, presentation on Smash Ultimate, uh, it's kind of like, what, it's been like three years already? Four years? Of just Came adding out. content to yeah, this game? about. Um, and, I mean, it's, it's bittersweet, I guess. Um, but I am excited to see what this last character is and, and what other news they might present um, during the, the, the Mr. Sakurai presents. Um, uh, I don't know if maybe I'll feel a little uh, sad. What if he like says he was, he's retiring or something and like he, <laughs> he says farewell to everyone. I don't know. Mm. Like the way they, they say it, it's kind of like, okay, this is the last thing, you know, and like, please tune in. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I think it's going to be a special presentation that Sakurai is going to have like a he heartfelt message to us and announce maybe his next plans, if he has any project, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe Nintendo will let him do that, especially since how much he's done for the, uh, you know, for the franchise. Yeah. Uh, seeing that it's going to be part of this presentation, does that change any speculation as to what the character would be? Not at all. Like, it could be anyone. It could Serious? be a Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem <laughs> character, dude. Like, it could be anything. I don't, I don't even know anymore. Jeez. It's going to be a Kirby character. It's going to be Sakurai himself. Himself. Uh, what's funny is that when I was uh, looking at the the direct, I didn't hear that the character was going to be announced at a different at a different later. And I went into the Kirby trailer thinking it was like, <laughs> they gave us a smash thing. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I was like, oh, is that Destiny Islands from Kingdom Hearts? Red. Oh my god, red. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Animal Crossing is going to be getting its own direct in October, and Brewster and the Roost are coming soon. Cool, more content for Animal Crossing. I think it desperately needs it. <laughs> yep, I feel like Nintendo dropped the ball with Animal Crossing. Um, just completely abandoned it for a bit. It's uh, I don't know. Um, 
hopefully that's gonna get me back uh, get me to go back in the game um, but yeah so right now it's just completely deserted yeah, my island roaches <laughs> I'm just gonna be a direct on October so more news coming yes we also got to see Mario Party superstars uh, Mario Party superstars sees the return of Woody Woods, Yoshi's Tropical Island, and Horrorland. It's going to be launching on October 29th. Cool. I'm kind of excited cool. for this. I yeah. think I'll pick it up. Mm -hmm. I think I have pre-ordered. Nice. Oh, no. This what? next one, dude. <laughs> oh. Shigeru Miyamoto announces the cast and release date of the Super Mario Bros. movie. It is going to be coming out in America, in North America on October 21st, 2022. Chris Pratt will play Mario. En Anya Taylor-Joy will play Peach. Charlie Day will play Luigi. Jack Black is going to be Bowser. Keegan-Michael Key. Uh, is going to be Toad, Seth Rogen is going to play Donkey Kong, and Charles Martinet is going to appear in special cameos. All right, guys, go off. What do you think about this? What is, what's going through your mind about this one? It's weird. I don't know. Like, when they showed Chris Pratt as Mario, I'm like, what kind of movie is this going to be? Like... <laughs> Like, what is this? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, I feel like, it, since it's Illumination, uh, I don't know. I feel a little worried. Because <laughs> uh, it's, it's Illumination, then you have this cast. Uh, I think they are going for, like, a more Hollywood-heavy movie, uh, you know, like, mm -hmm. uh, like focusing on, on, on merchandise kind of thing, you know, and um, and yeah, I mean, ever since they announced that it was going to be Illumination doing the movie, um, I was kind of worried already. Uh, they did the Minions movies. They did the Despicable Me movies. And, and I don't know what else they did. Um, uh, the Sing, Sing movies. Um, and the, those movies, you know, they always felt, uh, especially like the sequels, they always felt like very um, cash grabby. Uh, you know, they sold well. Well, let's make another movie. And, and let's not care about, you know, mm. a story or whatever. And so uh, I was a little disappointed when they, they said that it was going to be Illumination. Uh, but, you know, we have Miyamoto on, on board. So it gave me hope. Uh, I still have hope, some hope of, you know, just to see what it's going to be like. Um, but I can't imagine, I can't picture Chris Pratt uh, talking as Mario or Mario talking with Chris Pratt's voice. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Day, I mean, I, I guess I see it. Um, but like the rest of, of the, the characters, um, maybe Peach, I mean, susceptible. It's like, uh, but it's going to be interesting to see, to see how those voices come off. Um, you know, are they going to do the, the voices like Italian voices or are they going to be just normal voices? It's so weird. I don't know. I mean, if they do Italian accents, uh, that's, I mean, that's a little bit of a, 
um, cultural appropriation. Yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not Italian, so I can't say, oh, that's offensive or whatever. But I mean, it does touch on very uh, sensitive territory. <laughs> um, but then it's like, well, if you don't do the Italian accent or whatever, well, then it's not Mario anymore, you know, because that's Mario. Um, and so then it, it it goes back to, well, why didn't they cast Italian actors or you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what they're doing. I, I don't know what they're gonna do with it. Um, I'm not hyped. <laughs> uh, <it's, laughs> uh, I don't know why we need a Mario movie. Um, and and I don't know why Illuminati Illuminati starring Illumination. Oh dang! <laughs> I know, right? I don't know why Illumination. Um, out of all the the um companies out there that could could produce it i don't know why they went with illumination um i i'm not concerned well i, I mean i am concerned with what we've uh, gone but i know nintendo is very 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 protective of their property um, yeah mario is like like the property you know um and so i know that they're not gonna you know um make a bad product or, or they're going to make sure that it's that it's good and that it you know fits well with with their image and and, and their property and that it's uh, respectful and, and respected um but i don't know i mean just because it's something that that's good in their eyes it doesn't really mean that it's going to resonate with you know the viewers and the fans um just because it it's not I don't know, like, it's not something that people have been asking for, you know? Um, like, I get, like, the Pokemon adaptations, you know, people have, you know, they want to see that. I get the Legend of Zelda, you know, people want to see, you know, a, a live action, or it, it would be really interesting and cool. Um, but I've never really heard Nintendo fans be like, oh, we need a, a Mario movie, <laughs> you know? Um, and so... So I don't know. We'll have we'll have to see and wait what what the final product is. But yeah, my my hype for that is it's zero to be honest. Mm. I'm actually pretty. I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, I think that it could be the fact that people haven't really been clamoring for it. I think it has uh, potential to to surprise people. I know that the casting doesn't instill confidence, but I'm going to choose to have faith in Miyamoto to deliver something <laughs> or make sure that the people in charge deliver something that's that's awesome. Um, even those movies, uh, I guess those movies do. I wonder how the tone, because those tones, those movies are kind of like uh, a little too much for a Mario movie, I think. It needs to be more subdued in my eyes but i don't know i'm gonna choose to have hope and i am semi-excited for it i would say okay um let's see what else we have we have a few more things uh we're probably gonna have less things to say about these that are coming up um star wars knights of the old republic will make its way to the switch in november november 11th 2021 
Castlevania Advanced Collection brings four classic games to the Switch, and that was released the day of the Direct. Um, are you guys attached to any of these Castlevania games? Did you play them before? No, I don't think no. I played any Castlevania game. Yeah. Unfortunately. All good. ActRaiser Renaissance uh, is a remastered version is a remastered version of SNES Act Razor and it's out today or the day of the direct. Project Triangle Strategy is now called Triangle Strategy and it will be released in March 2022. Um, the team says that they've been fine-tuning the game ahead of its launch and they've uh, done up updates. I believe it was from like player feedback from the demo, which is pretty cool. Um, are you guys still, are you guys interested in possibly picking this one up? I am. Um, again, from the team that did Octopath Traveler. Uh, so I'm always like, I'm, I'm looking forward to this game. Uh, they really need to work on the title though. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, just like, why, why add the project in front of them? You know, just say the title, it's kind of a strategy, but. Even that mm -hmm. title is kind of like, mm, I guess. Yeah. A better title would, because I, I feel like the story of this game, like from the demo that mm -hmm. I played, is actually engaging. But if they could just like make a title that emphasizes right. what they're actually presenting would be awesome. But nope. <laughs> like it's literally just a description of the gameplay, you know, a triangle strategy. <laughs> like, bro, yeah. like give me something like, I don't know. For real? Uh, whatever. <laughs> and supposedly the improved camera angles that they mentioned in the trailer is rem reminiscent of Final Fantasy Tactics, which is something that, a game that a lot of people mm -hmm. are very nostalgic for, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Metroid Dread got an extended story trailer. I don't want to say much about it. I did catch a couple, uh, one thing that I thought was really interesting, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yoko Taro's card RPG voice of cards heads to the switch this October. It's going to be released on October 28th. Um, in this game, everything is, is rep represented as cards on a tabletop, including shops, characters, towns, and more. Taro also brought along near series veterans like Yosuke Saito, um, Kimi, I'm not gonna, and a couple of other people. I'm sorry, I don't want to butcher their names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, just drafted that one. Wonder, I am actually interested. There's a demo, right? I think I be I believe there's a demo, so I might actually try that out. Mm -hmm. Okay, Dying Light 2 Stay Human uh, is going to have a cloud version, and Dying Light, Dying Light Platinum Edition is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Mario Golf Super Rush gets new characters and courses. Deltarune Chapter 2 made its way to the Switch um, the day of the Nintendo Direct. Chocobo GP brings Final Fantasy Racing brings a Final Fantasy Racing game coming to the Switch in 2022. Um, 
I thought this was kind of interesting. What do you guys think about this Chocobo GP I mean, game? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, apparently, it, it's been it's a franchise that's been uh, it's been like it exists since like what the two DS or maybe like the PlayStation or something like that. Um, so I mean, it's cool. It's cool that it's coming. Um, more you know, kart racers. It's always good. Uh, that way, we don't have to rely on Mario Kart. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting. It looks good. It looks fun. Yeah, it looks fun. Disco Elysium, the final cut, arrives on the Switch on October twelfth. Um, anybody interested in Disco Elysium? I am. Yeah, I've been I've been interested in like in it since like it got like a lot of awards like a couple of years ago I think, and and it I feel like it's intriguing like what what it's about but I feel like it's a huge like time investment for this game so. Hmm. But I am definitely interested in it. Cool. A new trailer was shown off for Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity's new expansion past content. Uh, let's see what kind of description we have here. It says, we received a new look at Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity's newest wave of expansion past content, which will be released on October 29th, 2021. This new content includes a new duo character in Pura and Robbie, new stages like Coliseum and Kakariko Village, and new story sequences. Uh, this doesn't do anything for me. It was a do for you guys. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> and I forgot about the expansion pass when, when it came out. I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. There's another part coming. Um, uh, I mean, it's cool. More content. Um, uh, I'll probably play it uh, just to see, you know, like those story elements. And, mm -hmm. But it's not something like, like that did the uh, direct for me, you know. Like it's not like, oh, dang, yeah, we finally got this. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. cool. You know, what content? Yeah, what same about, here. Uh, um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, problem. Um, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> sorry. It's okay. Just <laughs> way. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I yeah I, I kind of forgot about that as well. Um, I didn't play the the I haven't played the first expansion pass either actually. Um, so I really need to get on that. But uh, but yeah, I mean it's it is one of those things where it's like oh okay, oh cool you know <laughs> mm -hmm. it's like a nice like it's something that you already knew was coming, but you forgot about it. So it makes for a nice surprise when once you remember that it's coming. Um, uh, it's like finding a dollar on your in your jeans, you know, a dollar you forgot. And it's like, oh, it's here. <laughs> That's nice. Um, can you can you hear me? Oh, okay. I think he's on the phone. <laughs> right, we can hear you. Meet yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Please, um, please hold. Uh, <laughs> yes.
Hey guys. Hello. 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 Sorry yes. guys. Some uh, I had to pick up a call. Yeah. You didn't mute yourself, dude. Like <laughs> we can hear it. Oh well, yeah. You guys can hear it by mute muted the the stream. I forgot to mute you guys. Oh okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We were worried that everyone knew your business. Yeah. 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 I muted the stream, so I trust you guys. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, okay, so we were talking about Asia calamity, right? Yeah, right. So, so yeah, uh, I was saying that um, it, it was just a nice surprise. Um, I did like that uh, Ravi and Pura are uh, a duo. Um, I think that's very interesting. Um, and and yeah, <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. It was all right. Yeah, I was gonna ask is. I guess you guys aren't really too hyped about that character. They kind of looked okay, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Like, mm -hmm. um, it's cool that we get to to play as as those characters that we know mm -hmm. from. Well, not even from Breath of the Wild. It's like these games are like from Age of Calamity, um, and it's cool. I mean, people started coming already. Uh, you know, people were like um, terrorizing that we were gonna play them eventually, and I mean, yes, we are. And it's like, mm. I don't know. It's 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 whatever. I think for me, at least. Right. Man, this game would go hard if it just ran better, bro. If like, <laughs> I would be tempted to get it. I was just thinking about playing as a uh, uh, what's her name? I haven't played Breath of the Wild in a long time. The fish wife. Oh, um, Mifa. Um, Mifa. Yeah. yeah. Man, freaking Nintendo, please, man. This is the one game. Just like, <laughs> yeah. just let me play it at 60 frames, dude. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, the highlight of the show, Disney Magical World 2 Enchanted Edition. <laughs> Brings magic of Disney to the Day Switch. Day one. Yes. Um, <laughs> man, this isn't for us, man. Yeah, it's not for us. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess it's a port as well. So it's like, really? I mean, yeah, I think it's a port from like the, the 3DS, I think, a 3DS game. Oh, from the original 3DS version, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's cool. I mean, there has to be a reason why they're porting it. People liked it, I guess. Um, so cool for them. Uh, it's not for me. Got you. Uh, I don't know much about this one here. Shadowrun Trilogy brings three classic RPGs to Switch in 2022. Cyberpunk yeah, meets Fantasy. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, apparently, it's like a cult classic. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I've never really heard of it or even like read of it. Or So I was kind of like, you know, coming by surprise, I guess, because I wasn't expecting it. But mm -hmm. I mean, that's cool. It sounds cool. Yeah, it sounds cool. I might rewatch this trailer actually, see how it looks. Yeah, yeah, because I think I didn't pay much attention to it. Mm -hmm. Again, we were watch we were working, so <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. And there's two more that are on the list here: uh, Rune Factory Five and its farming, and its farming and RPG. What? Rune Factory Five was it the presentation? Maybe in the Japanese yeah. one? No, it wasn't the presentation. It was on the. Um... 
the what's it called the montage? Uh, I, I could yeah the montage yeah oh, okay. they just show like games. What's that? Okay, so Room Factory Five coming to the Switch March twenty twenty two, March twenty second twenty twenty two, and then the last thing, Arcade Archives Pac Man and Arcade Archives Exvius adds more arcade classics to the Switch the day of the Nintendo Direct. Both Pac Man and Exvius will be playable on Nintendo Switch in this latest entry of the Card Arcade Archives series. I didn't even really catch that. But. Yeah, it was like whatever. I think it was on the montage too. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a Nintendo Direct, guys. Um, we already shared our thoughts of how we thought about it. I would say for me, it would be that card, a voice of cards game, um, Bayonetta three, and Kirby, and those, that Switch Online expansion would probably be my highlights. Yeah, pretty much the same as you said. Um, uh, the cover game, the Nintendo Online, finally getting 64, uh, Bayonetta 3, and um, uh, the, the even the card game, like I'm interested in that too. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think those three though, like the Bayonetta 3, Kirby, and the Online. Highlights. Definitely. Yeah, same for me. Um, I think, well, yeah, the, the ones that Luis mentioned. Um, but I think Kirby being is, is at the top for me. Um, looking forward to that. Very cool. Well, guys, uh, that's going to bring us to the end, end of the podcast. Uh, I would like to thank our viewers for watching, for following us. Uh, if you are not following us or subscribed or dropping us a like on our YouTube videos, we encourage you to do so. We, appre we would appreciate you to be part of our community and talk about games because that's what we love to do. Thank you for watching. And before we sign off, do our co-hosts have anything to say to our audience? Thank you for tuning in. Um, until next time. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, go play some games. Every time, every time. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.